Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. So we know, and we're all here, because today is the feast day of the Holy Cross. And a feast day is a day of celebration, right? And so we think about a feast. What do we do on feast days? We celebrate. We eat really well. We, uh, you know, we, we're, 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 you know, we have joy in our hearts. But it seems a little odd if we think about it that the Catholic Church would celebrate, would feast today on something so horrific and ugly as the cross. That just seems so odd that we would celebrate that, that we would be joyful today for this particular reason. And the cross as we know it is a, it's meant as a way of executing a criminal. Right? And this often was done in public, so that way you would never do what this person did. So think about all the things we're celebrating today. Today people saw this day, this crucifixion, this cross, this day of the cross, they saw it as a day of complete failure, a day of complete sadness, a day of complete, I never want to do that, so I never want to be humiliated like that. And here we are, we're feasting, we're celebrating, and it seems a little odd. And also, as usual, Jesus makes all things new. He takes what is ugly and shameful, like the cross, and makes it beautiful and life-giving, because only God can do that. Amen? Amen? Only God can do something like that. And that's really what we're celebrating today, because it's really important to know and to really have our hearts have this joy that God wants for us today. And when we look at the cross and we're seeing what it is that we're joyful about, uh, and we start explaining and talking about what we're joyful for, why we're celebrating, right? When Jesus died on the cross, so many beautiful things happened. So many things worth celebrating happened, which is why we celebrate the cross today. When Jesus died on the cross, the devil lost all of his power over us. That's worth celebrating. When Jesus died on the cross, the handcuffs of slavery came off of us and we became sons and daughters of God. That's worth celebrating. Today, we have meaning. We have purpose. We're not enslaved. Jesus' cross became the bridge for us to walk over after we, get to after we pass away to get to heaven. We know that if Jesus didn't die, his cross was a bridge. We would have been stuck here, and we would have been only been able to go to hell after our final destination. But Jesus' death on the cross is the bridge for us now we're able to get to after we pass away. That's worth celebrating today. When Jesus died on the cross, he made the purest act of unconditional love and poured out infinite mercy. Blood and water came from his side. That's unconditional love. That's what blood and water signifies, love, mercy. So we're remembering and celebrating today, wow, God, you are so merciful. You love me so much. Today is a reminder of that because we forget how often we forget. Through the cross, he showed us the greatest act of humility. God, almighty God, creator of heaven and earth, became a human. And God, creator of heaven and earth, through that humanity, allowed himself to be nailed to a cross. Think about humility. That's the greatest model of humility, God being nailed to a cross. In two seconds, he could have said, I'm not doing this. I'm God, I don't have to go through this. But he did it for us. Through the cross, he, he forgave us and taught us to forgive others. That's worth celebrating. That's worth asking myself today, wow, Jesus, I was your enemy from the cross. And you forgave me from the cross. And I harbor a lot of anger and resentment and bitterness in my heart and unforgiveness. 
And also from the cross, he gave us Mary to be our mother. What a beautiful gift. We celebrate our blessed mother today as well. Because it was from the cross, he gave us his mother. All these beautiful things we're celebrating. So many gifts he has given us through the cross. And I can go on and on, and I won't, but just want to highlight these beautiful things we're celebrating today. My brothers and sisters, oftentimes when we think of the cross, we think of an event that happened 2,000 years ago. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for all you've done, your humility, your love, this being a bridge for me to get to heaven. I'm no longer a slave. We see it as a past event that happened 2,000 years ago. And we say, thank you for that. But in reality, today we are not celebrating a historical event that happened 2,000 years ago. Today, we are celebrating that the, the cross has power today. The cross had power 2,000 years ago to save us. But the cross of Christ has power today, has strength today, and still has the ability today, while we're on earth living, to save us. How? And what does that look like? In the same way that the dog fears the newspaper, right? When his owner comes with a newspaper, like, you know, the na'ala that our mom used to come after us, that we feared that. But the dog used to fear the newspaper because he knows that he did something wrong. The devil fears the cross today. When we use the sign of the cross, when we have a crucifix and stare upon it, this scares the devil. Because he's always reminded when we use the sign of the cross, how he lost his power over us. And the devil, being the most prideful, hates being reminded that he's weak. And he is not our master. So how can we draw strength and power from the cross today and always while we're here on this earth? Like I said, we remember the sign of the cross. This gesture right here, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. I know for myself out of habit, we could just do it so fast. We pass by a church and we just do it real fast. We bought an E, we just do it really fast. But this, done with faith, can be healing, can be miraculous, can change our whole mood and outlook. Now, I want to talk about that a little bit. Sign of the cross, right? It's the most powerful and holy tool that we possess as human beings. The sign of the cross, it drives the devil away. It helps us to banish temptations. And it protects us from the most serious injuries. Using the first way we can use the sign of the cross. Using the sign of the cross to be protected from evil that we cannot see. And the evils that we can see. We are protected when we do the sign of the cross. What we're celebrating, not just today, but every day. St. Benedict, when wicked men were trying to poison him, he did the sign of the cross over the chalice, which he was about to celebrate Mass as a priest, and that chalice broke because there was poison in it. When we talk about being protected from evil, that's why when we get in the car, we do the sign of the cross. We don't know who's out there. St. Louis Bertrand was confronted by someone trying to kill him with a gun, but St. Louis did the sign of the cross over the gunman, and the gun turned into a crucifix. Are we using the sign of the cross today, on this feast of the cross? Are we using it to fight for evil, from evil? Before we go to sleep, evil nightmares, we do the sign of the cross to protect us from evil nightmares. Before we eat, we preventing us from any sicknesses or illnesses, we do the sign of the cross. Before we drive to be protected on the, on the, from the road. Before we enter the homes of those people that we don't know who may not be living a Christian lifestyle. Are we protecting ourselves before we even dare to get into that home? 
Before an exam, do we ret- to retain what we learn, to really focus on the cross for all evil spirits which hate the sign of the cross, all spirits of confusion, all spirits of anxiety, all spirits of fear, to be gone in the sign of the cross. We have a powerful weapon today. That was not just 2,000 years ago. We can use the sign of the cross as a dear weapon to fight and to be protected from all evil that we see and cannot see. The other way we can use the sign of the cross is to fight temptation. How often we forget that this sign here drives away any temptations that we come in contact with. That the sign of the cross, St. Ignatius, another saint, when he would be tormented with temptations of lust, would think of Jesus on the cross and do the sign of the cross, and the devil actually appeared to him and said, I will no longer tempt you with impurity. Because now it's having a reverse and opposite effect of what I want to happen to you. I want to destroy you with lust. But you're fighting back with the sign of the cross. And I'm defeated. When we use the sign of the cross, we could turn fear to courage. We can turn anger to forgiveness. We could turn anxiety to peace. We could turn lust to love. If we know the power of the cross, God is alive today and will show us that He's alive today if we have a devotion to the sign of the cross. And finally, we can use the sign of the cross when we have crosses in our own lives. I can go around the room today, starting with you, and go all around the church, and I will say, tell me three things you're suffering with, and all of you can name at least three. Those are crosses, real crosses that hurt and feel heavy. But when we use the sign of the cross, rather than falling into anxiety and being depressed, and feeling that resentment and anger and bitterness and all those things from all those hurts and sufferings that we're enduring. We feel so much, so much relief from the sign of the cross. By using the sign of the cross during tough times, again, we are reminded that we are not alone in times of difficulty. We are reminded of our God himself. Muslims cannot look at God and say, we have a God who knows how to suffer. They have to suffer in a different way. Buddhists and other religions don't have a God who knows what it's like to have a cross. We do. Our God became man, so we, he would feel what we're feeling today. And that we can cling to him and say, I'm not alone. I have a God who knows what it's like to suffer. I'm not an orphan. I'm a child of God, and my God knows what it's like to suffer. And I need to remind myself of this as well. My challenge, my final challenge for all of you as we end, is for, for the homily today. My challenge is there is something called a crucifix novena. Starting today for nine days, for one minute. Grab a crucifix. Stare at it for one minute. Let God love you. Let God pour his love into your heart. Let him remove the anger, the bitterness, the frustration, the anxiety, the fears. Now, and I can say, and I, will, I can say that we will, re- we will really be able to not only look at the cross with love, but also that cross, that novena, can save us in different ways. So let us use the cross today in a way to know God's love for us, that he's with us, to protect us, to guide us, and to love us. Amen?